Man, you're rocking with your boys at Dead End Hip Hop. It's your boy FIFO and Ken. If you didn't know, now you know. We're doing 365 reviews. So that means all of 2021, you're going to get an audio review from me and Ken. If you would like to support me and Ken, make sure that you drop something at our Cash App. That's dollar sign Dead End Hip Hop. Also, if you don't have Cash App, you can do it via PayPal, deadinhiphop at gmail.com. Make sure that you hashtag DE365 so that way we know it's for me and Ken. Dead in Hip Hop, single review, what it feels like, Nipsey and Jay-Z. Look, thank you, Patreon. If you're watching this video, you see the shirt I got on. But if you can't see the shirt, that means you fucking up. Go over there and join Patreon. So that way you can get all of these videos that we dropping with it. So Nipsey and Jay-Z, man, um, their first official collab. Um, I'm here for both of them. Big fan of, of both of these guys. Uh, first time that we hear them together on any particular song. Unfortunately, it had to be, you know, after Nip passed. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, we're here. Nipsey is being remembered in the, in the highest regard. And I'm glad that he still had music, you know, to be released. And the music is dope. And I know he runs a tight ship over there. So anything mm. that is released uh, from Nipsey is going to be of utmost quality. So I appreciate that. But Nip and Jay, man, um, I can honestly say, and, and I take my bias out of it, it wasn't a fair fight for obvious reasons. Mm. But even still, like, you know, I've always said Nip reminded me of Jay because of business mentality, not because of the 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 the, the skills on the mic. That that you know, as much as I love Nip, that was very apparent on this, very apparent. Okay, so I'm cool with that though, because you know Nip, Nip is talking real shit. Nip is talking from a perspective of somebody that's just getting to that level, you know. So how much? game can he give you at that level when he just reached it you know right. at the time of his passing you know signing to atlantic i want to say um you know releasing the debut album he just started becoming a household name as as he passed he was um it was either the gatorade commercial or something like that like you know he he, he just started getting commercials the the um the album victory lap won grammys like he just started to cross over into that 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 space mm. so and i think that this verse kind of depicts that you know what i'm saying he's like you know at this level man fuck the bullshit you know what i'm saying like he's not concerned um you know i and and, and the thing i love about nip too even though he's not always gonna blow you away with what he says but i think it's always clever on how he switches up words you know like when he said you know when i'm enjoying all of the proceeds of rap on my wrist mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying he could have easily said man you know all the money i made from rapper this, but the proceeds you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying that that gives it a different feel different vibe to it it, it, it makes it, it makes the listener understand that he is intentional with his words mm -hmm. you know so uh i enjoy nip on this how you feel ken yeah, I thought I thought it was good. I think the track overall sounds like something either one of them. Oh, one hundred percent with easily, the horns and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's easily a Nipsey track or it's easily a Jay Z track. Mm -hmm. Like it fit both. It was a perfect, perfect selection. And I thought I thought Nip was clever, mm -hmm. which is what you what, what he what he normally is. He's like, you know, just like that that spokesman, that guy that's gonna, you know, um, you know, he's not gonna go too far over your head. 
but it's gonna just gonna be worded in such a way that you know you you'll get it, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll be like, oh, that's that's kind of nice how you said that. Mm-hmm. So and that that line that you mentioned was one that stood out to me was about the proceeds of the rap on my wrist. I thought mm-hmm. that was a dope you know flip. Mm-hmm. So I thought Nip was good on here. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely fuck with him. And then Jay, God damn man, look. They, why do why do niggas question? Why do niggas question Jay Z out of everybody? Come on, bro. Ken, we had to listen to it a third time just so I could yeah, keep we up with to the it lyrics. Three times, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the way Jay, Jay touched on so much relevant shit in that fucking verse mm-hmm. is so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's so ridiculous when he talked about you know. Um, you let the motherfuckers storm the Capitol and put their feet on your desk. Now I lost all my little respect. Yeah, now you're talking tough to me, which I wonder what he meant by that. You know, and even and even with the IRS line, you know, um, y'all niggas trying to audit all my checks. You know, um, you know, is that something new that's going on? Because well, you know, Jay Z in the hip hop world has the best team of lawyers and auditors. So, you know, like he got Wayne out of IRS trouble. Mm. There's a lot of artists that Jay's like, yo, use my people. And they done took care of everything. But, you know, I, I guess Jay is talking from a perspective that the government is just trying to find a way to jam him up. So maybe that's the talking tough part he's, he's mm-hmm. referencing. Because, well, you know, I don't know what issues or what, what situation he's going with with the government. But, you know, to open it, that line with there and to kind of go where he went with the verse could mean that something's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's kind of letting us know through the music, which yeah. is dope. An- an- another dope-ass line that he said when he said, I- I'm selling weed all up in the open. I'm bringing all my niggas home. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know if you know this, Ken, but Jay-Z is now the single, um, he-, he has the biggest weed production company or something like that whatever weed that he invested in and i know it, it, it's a pre-roll company mm-hmm. um is the biggest one now well you need to find out let me know so i can give me some of this yeah 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 no Shit. hey 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 listen to us man we, we we trying to uh keep people up on the financial literacy but now jay-z invested in, and and not look it up but um, he invested in a in a pre roll company, and now they're they're the largest. Mm. Um, you know, so it, it's just so interesting how you know in this country we don't locked up people, gave them football numbers for weed, mm. and then now we're gonna legalize it. And and this is how the white man always gets ahead. Like they punish us to, for the same shit they've been doing, and they punish us more. Then they legalize it, and then guess what? Guess who's gonna get all of the business loans and all of the mm-hmm. slap on the wrist and all of the massaging and oh you know what okay what's his name on this application yeah zone the property for that like like it's the white people mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it so i i love the fact that jay if anything else and even if you don't want jay-z to represent you jay-z is going to represent you because he's one of the few negroes Mm-hmm. That's going to be at them goddamn tables speaking on the behalf of the inequalities for us. Whether you like Jay or not, Jay has done that a lot throughout his career. Yeah, it was it was an interesting verse with a lot of the lines, uh, quite a few lines on here. Um, when he talked about Fred Hampton mm-hmm. and he uh, was he going said to mur- say murder and then he cleaned it and up. And then he cleaned it up, said assassinated, yeah. but then the way that he he rhymed further with it, even though he didn't say it, God mm-hmm. damn, Jay. Yep, yep. 
And what I thought was interesting was the the Jeff Fort line, mm. um, which was you know Jeff. I had to I had to look it up, and uh, he was a guy that created some. Uh, let, let me let me try not to even remember. <laughs> let me try not to remember, and I'm gonna kind of try to. If I got the line, I'm gonna try to tie it all in together. Jeff Fort here, I don't, I can't say that I've heard of this dude ever in my life, but he's some mobster. Mm. So uh, he was an American mobster, as they call him, uh, which is interesting. Uh, but he's black. So also known as Abdul Malik Kaba, an American former gang leader from Chicago, Illinois, uh, he co-founded the Black Peace Stones gang and founder of it of his El Raccoon faction. I'm pretty sure mm. I mispronounced that, but he's doing 168 years you know, in, in prison. Um, so what I thought was interesting about that line is that, and the guy was born in Aberdeen, Mississippi. Mm. Now y'all know I'm from Mississippi. And if you're from Mississippi, you angry. My, my relatives <laughs> call me Mississippi burning from Georgia. Um, but what I thought was interesting with that line, because he said that you got the chairman mixed with Jeff Fort and a chairman for those of you out there, let me, let me tie it all together. It's a person, especially a man, designated to preside over a meeting. Mm-hmm. So you got this, going back to what you said, whether you want to or not, he's going to be there speaking on behalf of black people mm-hmm. because he's Jay-Z. So he's a chairman that can sit at the, with the seat at the table, but he has the Jeff Fort mentality, he said, mitts with. So... I'm asking myself, what does a radicalized Jay look or sound like? Because mm. that's kind of what he's saying. We'll be back after this quick break. Yeah, you 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 know what, man? I I, I think that Jay Z's always been radical, but I, is he becoming more radical because of the bullshit? Remember, also he said, mm-hmm. "I lost all my respect." respect. Yeah, I, immediately I'm thinking about the NFL deal. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Um, you you know, I I think Jay's been radical because he's been a a, a hip hop anomaly. We have not seen outside of maybe Diddy, maybe mm. Dr. Dre, and those are the only. Well, Kanye is also a billionaire too, but Jay Z, you could, in my opinion, seems like he had his hand in more pots than any other hip hop person. Right, so I think I think when he says a line like that, it's kind of he's been radical because he's the only one to do what he's done. So he's blazed the trail, you know. And I think that sometimes we don't necessarily agree with it, but at the end of the day, you know, like he was the only he's the only black owner of um, Champagne. But has he ever been this straightforward before with his lyrics? So I have to go back and see, but he's basically he, this is like a shot he, across the brow. No, one hundred percent. He gives you moments. Um, like I, I, I think I think the most direct he's ever been was four 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 as a project. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of political, uh, uh, being being a a, a political radical, um, the, the the song that he did on on um, uh, Meek Mill's joint mm-hmm. with, with Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? What's beef off of that beat? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like to me, that was the epitome of Jay being a radical and, and calling shit, calling a spade what a spade really is. 
Um, but no, he he doesn't do it often. Yeah, he, he, he does going on. Like you burned your bridge on the other side, you know you can't swim across. I thought that was dope. There's something about the mic line that he had in here. I, so so I, it it was very look. It, Jay's verse was very powerful. I think that um, the whole cross to the other side. Hold on, let me see. Let me find that. Um, he says they killing niggas in their own hood. That makes sense to you at all? So obviously he's referencing Nip. In that. Mm-hmm. And then when he says you burnt your bridge to the other side, you know you can't swim across. To me, that's still a play on killing Nip. Because like if you don't protect your brother, you know what I'm saying? Like you like you can't you can't get to that other side, bro. Like, you know, at least that's how I interpret it. Mm-hmm. I, and it may have a deeper meaning than, than than what I'm giving it, but um, and then he says, because the reason why I'm tying it directly to that, because he says, y'all know niggas can't swim. Mm-hmm. Who killed Nip? It was a nigga. It was, it was some, uh, another crib. Yeah. Also with the Jeff Ward, because he Blackstone's P-Gang or whatever. Uh, Blackstone, like a line later, Blackstone's on my neck. Y'all can't kill Christ. Black Messiah is what I feel like. Shit ain't going to stop because y'all spill blood. We going to turn up even more since y'all killed cuz. Now, the mm-hmm. last line I thought, was interesting because there is a conspiracy theory that the government or the feds were behind NIP, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you've heard. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, the ones that I've heard sounds very plausible. That sounds very believable to me. You know, you, you know, Ken. Um, so me, since y'all killed Cuz, who is he talking about? Is he yeah, talking he about, about NIP? He talking about NIP? I know he's talking about NIP, but is he talking about who is y'all? It could be either the people from his own hood, which you referenced earlier, yep. or, or it, it could be, be the, the government yep. too. So yep. it's just like it's it's I don't know. It can, you know, we have a personal history. So you know I've gone down my radical path of conspiracy theories. Mm. And I didn't necessarily really dig into the ones around NIP. But this is the one thing that I know about government involvement with radical change. Mm-hmm. Is that they do it in such a way where you would never think that they were involved and they always do it or they target the people that are on the precipice of real community change. Mm-hmm. And Nip was on the, pre- he was, he was right there of literally changing that Crenshaw and Slauson area we drove past it we saw the changes we saw what he was doing with his own personal stuff we saw what he was doing business-wise for the community that and and you know like you know me and my wife we were talking the other day and it, it it to me nip hurt more than any other rapper that has passed because i know what he meant to that community mm-hmm and I and I've said it before. He put his money where his mouth is, mm-hmm. and not a lot of you know these rappers. Look, I understand living a certain lifestyle, and Nip refers to that in this verse. But at the same time, it's like, where are the men of integrity in hip hop? You know, um, based off of music. I'm not, you know, I'm not. I don't know these people personally, so mm-hmm. I can't attack personal character. But based off of just solely on your music. Where are the men of character in hip hop? It's not many of them. And yeah. I think that when you listen to Jay, you know, he he gives you those moments of clarity. Yes, it was a pun. He gives you those moments of clarity <laughs> of where you understand 
what makes Jay-Z tick because of what Sean Carter had to go through. And I think Nip does an amazing job of let get, just giving you the blueprint of, look, this is bigger than just me. This is this is this is the community that I wouldn't be who I was if it wasn't for this. So I got to give back. And I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to raise this question to you, Ken, because my boy, you know, Nigel, he asked me this. And I when it happened, I was just like, I don't know. Like, do you change community? Do you change eras? Do you change? Do you have influence doing it? Like, what's more influential, doing it the way Jay does it? Or doing it the way Nip did it. But they, they both come with consequences because people question Jay-Z. People, people are always quick to, oh, well, no, you just pandering. You just doing this. You just doing that. It's just about money. It's just about this. But then, okay, cool. The complete opposite is Nipsey Hustle. I think I, I like the way Nip, I like the way Nip was doing it. At, at the cost of your life, though. If it wouldn't have been at the cost of his life, though. Because but, he was kind of teaching teaching them how to fish, he was. So you know, I think Jay is at a place where it does create a divide because we do question his motives and whether or not he is for the people. Because yeah, you bailing people out, and yeah, you you know donating here, and you got your funds, you know, and that's all great. But you know, it doesn't feel as tangible as as Nips was. You know, with with some of the things that he was doing, because it doesn't feel like you could touch Jay Z. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I feel you. And I think it's interesting because even on here, I think this was a good line by him, by Nip saying, "First you get successful, then it gets stressful." Mm-hmm. You know, like he was like telling you stuff that was going on as it was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, diamonds and pipes, one of them pressure bursts. Again, very simple. Everybody know that mm-hmm. saying. But when you tied into the other one, like you know, he started the win, and with that win came a lot came a lot of pressure, a lot of expectation. You know, and and he didn't burst the, the mm-hmm. exterior people around him burst. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. And then I'm for peace, but before I get pressed, before I get pressed, I murk. Better days prayed for, but expect the worst. Like, yeah, no, man. You know, <laughs> this, this like when you listen to a lot of Nipsey's music. Is very prophetic in the way that he passed. I would say um, for everybody listening, you too can. I know you didn't like the, the the project Slauson Boy, but don't stress. And and you know, Black Sam quoted a line at Nipsey's funeral off of it. Um, he said, "If I if I die today, I made my set proud, nigga." That song, Ken, it is so prophetic. And I remember you asked me when Nip passed. Um, if there were any lyrics or lines or anything that I liked to, you know, post it on on Twitter. And, you know, I took over the Dead and Hip Hop account. And I started posting a whole bunch of lines. And that one one of them was. Um, um, it, it, he was just talking about his corner and how many souls it done took and to protect them from that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it was just it's so crazy that, you know, where it started is kind of where it ended, you know, and it's sad, but it's so prophetic in a way too, man. Like I, it is, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think just to close it out, young, he's in here, young Malcolm, I'm the leader of the movement out this bitch. And, you know, you kind of felt that once, you know, you started to see all, all his work. So, um, I think the last thing about this, um, 
we didn't get a chance. Heard enough of it was the way the track closed, mm-hmm. and you you said they it's he like let two it, minutes. They yeah. they let it really breathe, and I, I I wonder why that is. And and I know that Nipsey, um, especially since Victory Lap, you know, if you go watch the car test with Elliot Wilson, he talks about how mm-hmm. he musically like he really wanted outro, like he wanted Victory Lap to really feel like a project. And that he gave, you know, a lot of outros, a lot of intros. And if you go listen to that project, you hear it all over the place. But for two minutes, they allowed the track to go. So I wonder if that's paying respect to Nip. I think so. Because uh, I'm pretty sure that was Marsha Ambrosia uh, from Floridry singing on the hook. And she has that kind of heavenly type voice. And that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the vibe that I got, you know, when she was singing. It was very angelic, um, you know, and it just kind of gave you you know, a feeling that, you know, this is like, yeah, like kind of like old to him, just like, you know, an honor to him, just kind of letting it go. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but yeah, I think the beat and her singing on it, I think, you know, was a a really, really good touch. And it really made the trap feel a lot bigger than it already was. Like Mm -hmm. it really put a nice bow on it, man. And, and, you know, um, I don't know if there. Well, I think there is an album coming out for, later by him. Yeah, the, J, Jay Stone alluded to it. Um, you know, shit. If, if if he's not a credible source, I don't know who the fuck is. Yeah. But, you know, Jay Jay Stone said that there is more nip music coming, so uh, it'll be interesting. It, it'll definitely be interesting. I think that this. I've all you know <laughs> the way Nip always released music. Uh, did Did you see the live um, visual? To the mm. Crenshaw project that they did last Friday, I want to say. Mm. So, so at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, uh, 12 a.m. Pacific, they basically played the entire project. They had you know live visuals and interviews and and, and, and you know people that that were part of the process of, mm. of you know Nip's uh, up and coming uh, artists and stuff like that. But um, damn. What did you say? It was the reason why I brought all this up. It was something old you said. Nip. Yeah, old to nip. Yeah. Um, and if you watch that man, like he was just such a real person. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, w- we just had a business meeting, right? And it's not always peaches and roses, mm-hmm. right? Behind the scenes, and in this visual, you, 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 you there were people that were around that expressed that, you know, like just how real Nip was, like how caring he was, how, how thoughtful, you know what I'm saying? Like he really cared about people. He really cared about empowering people. So, you know, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm fucking rambling at this point. Man. <laughs> I really am. It's late. Um, I'm talking about two of my favorite artists. So it is what it is. Look, this joint's coming out Sunday. For all you patrons listening, we appreciate you. That's why we're dropping it just for you guys. Um, but look, we love you guys. Support us. Send this podcast review to one of your friends. Um, support us monetarily, either through Cash App or PayPal. We appreciate that. And, man, we'll see you next Sunday with another single, man. We out. Peace.